Nexus Sales, I'm Coco. And this is the Nexus Podcast. My dad is the host, and he's Dr. Daniel Kimberly. And I love him so much. Enjoy this episode. It'll change your life. Hey, what's up, Nexus fam? Hope you're having an amazing week so far. This week, I want to talk about something that you likely heard me say at least once before if you've listened for the pod, to the podcast for any length of time. And if you know us well in our office that before every single shift, we read from a book called A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. And yesterday's was November 28th. And it had a very important message in it. So I'm not going to read you the whole passage. I'm just going to read you a little paraphrase of it. But there's the... Background to it is this, is that in it, he talked about how so many people are trying to use things to numb themselves from the reality of their lives. And there are things that can be good. Um, I would argue that none of them are actually truly good, but some like exercise can be used to numb people from the reality of their lives. I'll share some examples later in the podcast. And what he said in there was profound is when he talked about like us using things whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, whether it's, you know, being busy, whether it's food addictions, whether it's us trying to be perfectionist, um, it could be work, it could be porn, it could be sports, it could be drugs. There's a number of things, right? We use these things, um, or most of us use these things to try and numb ourselves or somehow escape from the reality of our lives so that we don't have to focus on the things that really, really matter. And the quote, the thing that came up for me that I wanted to share with you is this, is he says that the discomfort of your life that you're attempting to escape by those things that I just listed, food, being busy, perfectionism, exercise, uh, to overly exercising, right? Um, working or being busy all the time, watching porn, watching sports all the time, or being overly fanatical about sports, drugs, alcohol, the list could go on and on. The discomfort of your life that you're attempting to escape becomes the key to your healing when you face it. Now, what I see inside of our practice regularly is that People often have something that they are unwilling to face. And I will tell you this, and I've said it time and time again, and I will continue to say it. And I know there are a bunch of naysayers, and I know there are people we take care of who think I'm full of it, um, yet they keep showing up in our office because they feel great when we have these conversations, is that 90% of physical pain that people experience inside of their bodies comes from something emotional that they are unwilling to face. Now, They may not know that it's there. Part of my job is to help people become more aware of what's happening inside of their lives so that they can wake up to the realities of their own world. And I have tons of examples of this, but I'll just give you a simple example is um, I had a little bit of a falling out with a mentor earlier this year. And one of the things it did is it like wrecked my low back and I had back pain worse than I have ever had ever in my life um, for like two and a half, almost three months. Like couldn't work out. There were a bunch of things. I was just, I felt like I was suffering. And I kept trying to, I kept wanting to go back to like, man, it has to be something I'm doing in the gym, man. It has to be some way that I'm popping up surfing, man. It has to be our bed. We got to get a new bed. It has to be our pillow. Got to get a new pillow. It has to be my shoes. I got to get new shoes. And like, I was literally trying to distract myself from the reality of like, I had hurt around this relationship that I didn't want to face. And as soon as I realized that like, Hey, that relationship was necessary to be broken in my life so that I could grow as a person, grow as a human being, grow as an individual. Um, my back pain went away like literally overnight. You guys have probably heard me tell the story of this before as one of the women that I was taking care of, she had this intense back pain. She thought she blew out a disc in her back. So we sent her to get some images and I was like, but listen, when your images come back clean, you need to tell me exactly what's going on. And so she shared this like 
dark, troublesome relationship um, that she was in and she just needed help. She didn't really have any guidance on how to get out of it. And it's not like I guided her on what to do. I just said, Hey, you should listen to your heart. And they ended up, you know, parting ways. And her back pain basically went away overnight after making a decision inside of this relationship. And so here's what happens is like, so often we have these emotional things that weigh on us heavily and they show up in each of our bodies differently. And depending on what it is, it shows up in a different manifestation of pain. So like an example of this would be that hip pain is very different in emotion than would be like back pain or shoulder pain. So we could say that low back pain specifically, it can be a sign of financial difficulty um, that maybe someone's not willing to fully acknowledge inside of their head. And that financial difficulty could be something as simple as like, I have to make this big expense this month and I know it's coming and I know I have the money to do it, but it's still stressing me out. So that stress in the back of the head, that emotional thought, that emotional connection to the finances that you're going to have to spend on XYZ can trigger your low back pain. Low back can also be like this idea of not being feeling supported. So maybe you have this idea that you don't feel supported by your spouse on, or maybe you don't feel fully supported by your team or fully supported by your parents or whatever it is. Like that's often where back pain can come from. And sometimes these are deep rooted beliefs and ideologies that we have to like bring to the surface somehow. And this is part of what we work with people in our office and not by having conversations and we're not therapists at all. But when we bring awareness to these, people can say, oh my gosh, that totally makes sense. That's exactly when my back pain started. When I was going through divorce with my husband, that's exactly when my shoulder pain started. When I started doing this thing that I didn't even want to do, but I was doing it for somebody else. And then I realized that I'm miserable doing it every day, but I felt like I had to keep doing it and I didn't know how to set the boundary tell the person no anymore. And so back pain, finances, support, a shoulder, on the other hand, since I just mentioned shoulder is usually like a joy from life experiences or getting a lack of joy from life experiences. And so oftentimes what I see with people's shoulders is like they're doing things that they don't love doing, but they won't even stop long enough to admit that they don't love doing them. So they just continue to grind, 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 grind. And it leads to all these shoulder issues. Um, somebody, you know, maybe wanting to sell their business that they didn't really want to sell. There's a number of things It could come from a number of different places. So then what do we do as humans is this is normally what we do. And this gets back to the passage that I just read to you guys is that the discomfort of your life that you're attempting to escape becomes the key to your healing when you face it. So when someone says to me, Oh my gosh, I'm totally unhappy about doing this thing. I freaking hate doing it. Dr. Daniel, can you help me? Like, how would I have a conversation with somebody to break that pattern or break that belief or break that whatever it is? Like, this is when their pain goes away. And the same thing is true for whatever is afflicting us is that like we can literally get these things to go away in a split second, if we would just acknowledge them, but we have to be able to come aware. And oftentimes what I see people do is they use the food, they use the busyness, they use the, oh, I have to work all the time or have to grind or whatever it is. They use the perfection. It's like, it's not good enough yet. I can't do it yet. They use the, uh, I want to run ultra marathons now. So I'm going to spend another 40 hours outside of my business. I'm going to spend another 40 hours a week training and running, you know, marathons or half marathons or ultra marathons or whatever it is, spending time away from my family. And like, it's a sacrifice, right? But a lot of people will do those things because they don't want to go home at the end of the day. Uh, a lot of people will stay stay working late because they don't want to confront the fact that their wife's going to be grumpy at them because they've been a terrible spouse showing up inside of the home. Some people will use porn instead of having a conversation with their partner about intimacy. Some people will watch sports like incessantly just obsess over and fantasize and like be all so immersed in sports that they're not even really living their life anymore. And then obvious ones are like drugs and alcohol, right? So people will use these things to try and numb, try and sedate from the reality. But the reality is, is that you have to face what 
is going on in order to heal. And there's some really cool examples of this. So like one time um, I was out at a restaurant and I saw this guy who like, I couldn't help. He was sitting by himself. He ordered two appetizers and then he ordered a uh, salad. And then after the salad came, he had two entrees. And then after the entrees came, he had two desserts. And I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, obviously he's super overweight, right? Um, And just like, there's no, he was sitting by himself, they completely overeating by himself, super overweight, had on like, just looked like a really weird person. And I'm not saying this in a judgmental kind of way. It's just like where I was at in terms of my observation of this man is like, he just seemed so broken and so lonely and so alone. And he had makeup like caked on his face. Like he was trying to look like really, 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 really good. Um, but that couldn't have been further from the truth. And so I'm like watching this guy is that instead of looking in the mirror and making the decision to do something different, his answer was, I'm just going to overeat because that feels good and it numbs me from the reality of my current situation. And I'm not saying this is good, bad, right or wrong. I'm just saying is that the only way that he was going to heal is to be able to literally look himself in the mirror and be like, if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to continue to have the same results inside of my physical body. In terms of being or like spirituality, right? Is that so many times I see people who know that they should have a relationship with God, know that they should be at church, know that they should be praying, know that they should be taking their family to church. And they say, oh, we're going to start next month. We're going to start next month. We're going to start next month. And they're, because they're too busy. They use the, I'm too busy excuse. And the too busy excuse, what's it do? It allows them an excuse to stay trapped where they are, which is why healing never happens, which is why they never have breakthrough in their marriage, which is why they never have breakthrough in their businesses, which is why they never have breakthrough in their confidence and their certainty about themselves, which is why they never have breakthrough in the relationships with their kiddos. And it's, it's literally just a conversation of like being busy is an excuse and it doesn't allow for healing. You can be busy, but I would argue a better word than busy is just being productive because people can be busy all the time. I know tons of people who are like, oh, I'm too busy to have that meeting. I'm too busy to have that conversation. And those are the very things that they should be doing. They're numbing themselves from the reality of their lives by being busy. And I see this all the time with business owners specifically balance or your relationships. Like how many times do people turn to pornography versus just having a tough conversation with a partner about marriage? Or I, you know, I know so many people who've had affairs with their husbands and with their wives. And it's like, it just blows my mind that it got to that point where you didn't even feel like you could have a conversation. And again, this is like that, um, the numbing mechanism, right? The discomfort of having this broken relationship, it's easier just to sedate with porn or with cheating or with, you know, whatever it is versus actually having the conversation. And then business is an interesting one. And like the way people that make money, because some people just be like, I'm too busy at work to hang out with my kids. I'm too busy at work to take my wife on a date night. I'm exhausted when I come home at the end of the long day. And so they use work as an excuse to not address the discomfort that they have inside of their lives. And so they use being busy as you in working instead of trying to get to healing and addressing the discomfort. It also works the other way too, is that some people will 
be busy doing other things so that they don't do what they know is required of them in order to build the business that they want or the life that they want. And I see this all the time with like conversations that I could use a million different examples, but a conversation of perfection is like, I know somebody who was highly qualified to get any job that they wanted, um, but was just such a perfectionist and so busy, quote unquote, busy all the time um, that they never, they wouldn't do, a, they, they're like, my resume is not ready. My resume is not ready. I got I to gotta perfect it more. It's got to get better. And literally like this person just staying stuck, tons of back pain because not financially where they wanted to be, not feeling supported, having no one here locally to support them and just feeling stuck instead of making a decision. But that all comes down to this person, these people, and I myself have been included in this as well for the longest time when I was teaching is that I was unwilling to face the discomfort or the uncomfortable truth in my life when I was an English teacher. And the uncomfortable truth was this, is that even though I was good at teaching, it wasn't what I was ultimately passionate about. I loved it. I love my students. I love the people that I got to work with. I learned so much. I built so many great relationships. But when it came down to it, I was unwilling to face the reality and face that I wasn't being the person that I was called to be in this world, in this life. And instead of facing that reality, that I wasn't living up to who I told people that I wanted to be and who God expected me to be, I started using drugs. I started using alcohol. Um, I started eating like differently. I started using exercise, right? Like I would spend three, four hours a night in the gym just trying to numb myself and keep myself distracted from grading papers and doing the things that I know I needed to do. Why? Because it was easier to do those things and sedate myself than it was to face the discomforts in my life. And this is where Heather's like such an integral part of my life is because she made me realize she helped me wake up. She helped me see that like I wasn't living up to any kind of potential at all. And she could see that I wasn't happy. And like, we totally would have not been together if it weren't for us both making the decision to be like, hey, let's give everything up and go to chiropractic school. And that's what it's all about is like literally people just living full out. But the only way to actually truly live full out is to break yourself free from the chains that are holding you back. And a lot of times people don't even know that they're numbing themselves from things. So if you're experiencing discomfort, if you're experiencing pain, if you're experiencing turmoil. And I'm not talking about physical pain. I'm talking about like what, what in your life just like irks you or are you not happy about like face it instead of numbing yourself from it, instead of going on the porn website one more time, instead of watching football for a whole Sunday, why not just like sit down with your wife and like tell her where you're at, sit down with your husband and tell him where you're at. Um, look at yourself in the mirror And really give yourself the assessment with your shirt off or your clothes off and look at yourself in the mirror and say like, is this the body that I want to have? And if I keep doing what I'm doing, is that going to get me further away from what I really want to have? And we do it that way. We start to face the discomforts in our lives and the things that we are attempting to escape from. And then it starts to become healing. And like literally I've seen it happen overnight with people healing when they start to do these things, when they start to look at the realities of their life, where they start to admit that, yeah, there are things that I'm not happy about. There are things that I'm not joyful about. There are places where I don't feel supported and people make radical life changes as a result. So my friends, my question for you is this, is where are you hiding, numbing, sedating yourself from things inside of your life? And then when are you going to face it? What are the things that you're doing to pretend that everything's okay? And when are you actually going to face it? 
And one of the biggest things I know that will help people face that is having a clear nervous system. This is why we provide the chiropractic care that we provide. My friends, I love you. I appreciate you. We'll come at you again next week on an episode of the podcast. Hope you have an amazing one. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.